Hello and welcome back to Manny Reads Comics. Today I'm going to be talking about The Amazing Spider-Man number 67. Um, if this is the first time you're listening, I'm Manny. <laughs> and uh, I read comics from my pull list and I just come back and recap slash review them. Honestly, it helps me more than, than anything else because I catch things that I probably wouldn't have caught if, if I didn't talk them out out loud. Um, but I don't know if there's that's going to happen with this issue because there's just so many things. I had to write everything down. But let's, let's get started. Um, we open to the hiding place, which is found in the Latvian and the Simkarian uh, border. Uh, it's a, some kind of prison where it's known for its interrogation techniques. Um, not a place you want to be, right? Uh, but, and I may be pronounced this wrong, uh, Teresa, 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 I'm going to say Teresa. Yeah, Teresa Parker, Teresa Parker. <laughs> uh, that is, if you don't know, that is, uh, Peter Parker's little sister. We first find her, I think we first heard of her in uh, ASM Family Business, that's for sure. I uh, never read that book. Uh, I just, I know it because of a quick Google search. Um, and I talked to a buddy of mine. Um, you should check him out um, at Omni City Comics. He's a, a comic book encyclopedia in in human form. Uh, but he, he kind of let me know about the past and Honestly, she's just, the main thing is that she's Peter Parker's sister, and that's it. But she's here to avenge not only her partner, but I'm assuming she had a romantic relationship with this guy. Um, to avenge his life, he was killed by the chameleon, and we see the chameleon there. He's been waiting for this. Uh, and then next page comes comes, and it's a... It's just Peter awkwardly <laughs> congratulating uh, Betty Brant for being pregnant. So we cut away from the hiding place and we come straight to here where we left off in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 66. Uh, he doesn't really know how to uh, approach this. He gives her an awkward hug. Um, but I'm glad that we came back to this point and it wasn't just kind of forgotten. But poor Betty. Uh, she... Uh, <laughs> She got pregnant by Ned, who came back way back in the clone conspiracy. Uh, we thought that he died, but he didn't. Peter narrates and he lets us know that he did find Ned. He he died <laughs> again. Um, in between that, in between clone conspiracy and Peter um, finding Ned, Ned apparently made contact with Betty as like an uh, anonymous source. They met up. A good time apparently, because they said, you know, we're gonna go away, so you, so no one knows that you're alive. But we'll meet back up at this time, in a couple of months. And Betty is now obviously pregnant, uh, and she just can't wait to tell the news to Ned. And uh, Peter kind of can't process this, and uh, he has to go, and because he's just mad, because one, he didn't tell Betty about Ned when when he thought that Ned was a secret. He thought that Ned uh, hadn't told anybody. Um, so he decided it was better for everybody to just not tell anyone he was back because, I mean, obviously it makes sense, you know, that why hurt somebody with a truth that is just devastating? Um, there's no reason for that. There's no reason for them, for Betty at least, to know that just to, to lose him all over again. So 
at the time, that was a good choice. I, I don't blame him for it, but obviously it's coming back to bite him. But he's mad about that, and now he has to tell her. And uh, he she just, he's upset. He's in, he's in a bad place right now. Uh, and then, yeah, so we back when Ned passed away, it was in uh, ASM 816, and it was right before the Hunted storyline began, like right before it began. Um, but turn the page. We go back to the hiding place. Tere- Teresa, God, I don't like this name at all. <laughs> Teresa is uh, is there to interrogate the chameleon. Um, now that I kind of get my bearings here, before we left the hiding place in, in a couple of pages ago, she did shoot. All you heard was, all you read was blam, and, and that's it. So I assumed that she killed him. But uh, no, he just shot, she just shot him. I think it was a shoulder, kind of make her point. It's a dominance kind of thing. Uh, but she's there to interrogate him. Uh, and now, this is where I'm confused, because the way he talks, what he's talking about, he's talking about Peter Parker's parents, uh, the whole um, jackal making a, uh, what are they called, LMDs, uh, something, life model decoys. Uh, the way he spoke about it, though, it sounds like he knows who Peter Parker is. He knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I don't know that for a fact. Um, I had to uh, consult my encyclopedia, and uh, he said he doesn't know, but I'm not so sure. Uh, I doubt him. And if it turns out that the chameleon doesn't know, I would never doubt him again. It's recorded here. I'm putting it on paper. But I don't know. I think it looks like the chameleon knows who Peter Parker is. Um, but we go on. She wants to know about her parents and like how they became what they were. And if she is a fake herself. And that's pretty interesting. I personally did not like Teresa parker at all when i first heard of her i wanted to go check out her storyline but the more i thought about it the more i was like, i don't like this she's just coming in here riding on peter's coat uh coattails uh basically she is spider-man's sister and now she's gonna become someone important because of his fame whatever i don't know there's, there's i really don't have an actual good reason to not like her i just didn't the more i read about her lately uh, she's pretty badass. I do like her. I am starting to like her, but I'm still 50 50 um, But the chance that she does become someone That's a fake an LMD. I don't like that for her honestly and that that would suck if that happens but back at ESU with Peter Parker he's uh, Working on a scientific experiment with Jamie. He's the one that created Jamie's the one that created the uh, the clairvoyant uh, which Peter used a couple of issues ago to defeat someone. I already forgot. It was, it was forgettable. Uh, I know that Spider-Man 2099 was there, um, but it's, it hasn't been able to be, be used since then. Uh, we find out that uh, Jamie has been using this to, uh, to make money, playing at a casino, uh, always knowing what's going to be a winner or not, but it has it's been malfunctioning and he apparently he lost big uh chance is out there to try to to get this clairvoyant machine uh, and threatens jamie's uh, uh mom and family in general um but jamie going back a little bit jamie does feel like that peter is holding out on him because there's a battery source that peter was able to use and he can't explain why he cannot use that 
battery source again. It's something to do with Spider-Man. I unfortunately cannot remember at this moment, but uh, he just he won't take no as an answer, and it's it's because he's desperate and he just wants to find out what's wrong or with this so he can help his mother, uh, who is very sick. Um, but yeah, Chance uh, shows up, wants to know what he's been doing, how uh, how can he use it, and Jamie pretty much says. I can help you as long as you get me something called the Catalyst, which is a power source for the Clairvoyant. Um, and that's where that storyline kind of gets left off. Um, then we go to Silver Sable. This it's this issue is kind of all over the place, but we go to Silver Sable, who is training. Last we saw her, she was on a hospital bed. She was not in good shape, but she looks good now. Um, then the foreigner comes in. It's like, you're looking good. Uh, great to see you up everything and then she kind of like you could you can see from the art that she kind of just like backs away from him and uh she's talking about you've you've been using my money uh in in different ways i don't know if i approve of this and he's just like what's yours is mine and what's mine is yours kind of thing is they are married i think um you can fact check me on that but I, i'm not 100 percent sure um but yeah, she doesn't like the way he's been spending the money, and he's re he's trying to reassure her, but something is off there. Then we go back to Betty, and Peter is basically finally going to confess and let her know that he's already met up with Ned and that he passed away again. Um, he opens the door. She's happy. Hey, come on in. We can all catch up, all three of us. And he's three of us. Opens the door, and there's Ned. So who is this? Is this Chameleon? It makes no sense because Chameleon is currently talking to Teresa uh, in the next page, unless that right there is a is a flashback, right? Most likely that's what it's going to be. But as of right now, I'm thinking this Ned is a Chameleon or, <laughs> yeah, another LMD, another life model. Uh, what does that D stand for? It's supposed to be decoy, right? But I don't know. But it is, I'm assuming, just going to be another fake human. Um, but to end this off, Teresa is talking with Chameleon. And um, he says, you know, I can't really tell you much about who you are or whatever. But who better than the people that were there at the end of your parents' life than the finisher? You know, so she kind of reveals the curtain. Finisher is there. I guess that's the guy that killed her her real parents' life um, to see what happened. And I've never heard of the finisher before. I was like, what's, what's up with these names, honestly? <laughs> but uh, yeah, she sees that. That's how that ends. And then we kind of get into something that's going to most likely go into the Sinister War, which is coming up. And that's Doc Ock. And uh, he's currently fighting somebody. I think it's Kindred. And Kindred has kidnapped him but not really he just took him to an island so he could um assemble the uh, sinister six and uh start once again with attacking spider-man it's been done before but it is what it is it's gonna be pretty pretty great now i did not know what happened to doc ock last i saw him he was the superior spider-man again he was in elliot Tolliver's body and i have i could not connect the dots to how he has he's back in his old body and he doesn't remember being superior spider-man or anything um that was surprising so surprise surprise 
I uh, consult in my encyclopedia, and uh, he, he gave me a good summarization. Basically, at the end of Superior Spider-Man Volume 2, I'm about to spoil it, so if you haven't seen it, stop the recording on Spotify or stop the video here um, on YouTube. But basically, I'll give you a little time to believe. <laughs> uh, he The only way he could stop the Norman Osborn Spider-Man from a different dimension or whatever was to remove his goodness that he's become everything that has made him good now that makes him a hero uh, doesn't let him be as um, ruthless as he needs to be to stop this Norman Osborn Spider-Man so he removes that removes all his memories and he gets back into his old body and is able to stop um, this threat and that's how that's left off. I don't like that. It's just kind of a, a reboot, really. But it is, as usual, it is what it is. But this issue here, 67, I have to give it a 7.8. It was a lot of information and a lot of callbacks to things that uh, Nick Spencer has been doing. And has kind of like left uh, threads here and there. And now he's finally coming back and pulling on them. I do appreciate that. So 7.8, because, again, positive on the callbacks positive on the story progression, positive on the new info, at least for me, on what's going on. But the negatives here, Kindred is nowhere to be seen, except for at the very end where he's talking to uh, uh, Doc Ock, but he's he's not explained. They're not moving that storyline forward yet. And uh, I'm getting, getting irritated by it more and more. Um, the names of villains is, are dumb. The finisher, come on. Anyways, that's, that's like... Point one points. <laughs> uh, Teresa being fake, I do not like that. Even though she's still 50-50 with me, I still don't really appreciate her being fake. Or at least the uh, assumption that she might be fake. And uh, Jamie's storyline, I don't care. The clairvoyant, all that. Uh, he has a sick mother. He's got a little sister that he obviously loves. I don't, I don't, I have nothing to make me care about him. But um, I'm sure... Nick Spencer will do something, hopefully. But when I go, let me go back to callbacks. I'm talking about Ned. I'm talking about the clairvoyant. He's uh, Teresa. He brought her back. Silver Sable is something that I completely forgot happened. I forgot that she was sick. I forgot that she was married to the foreigner. And finally, the uh, he's he's calling back the whole um, parent storyline of uh, Peter Parker's parents and stuff. So. I never, I've never actually read those books from way back when, and so it's nice to see. It's nice to bring it forward. So I'm too lazy to go out and find that story or read it online or something. So it's nice to see it here, kind of summarized. Um, but yeah, seven point eight out of ten. Not a bad issue. It's a good part one to this chameleon conspiracy, and uh, ready to read more. But other than that, I'll see you guys later. Make sure you check out at in, at Manny reads comics on instagram for more uh, comic content and pretty much reach out to youtube and spotify any podcast stuff i'm, I'm there as well so i'll see you guys later thank you